You see, the generation that dishonors and disrespects men of God should end with you. The generation that dishonors and disrespects men of God should end with you. And the generation that respects and honors men of God should begin with you. A new generation must come out of you. Hallelujah. You shouldn't be part of the generation that dishonors and disrespects men of God. And none of your household, none of your relatives, none of your offspring should be part of the generation that dishonors and disrespects men of God. Hallelujah. Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 51, the verse 2, can we read it? It talks about the fact that we should look unto Abraham, our father. Can you read it for me, please? Isaiah 51 verse 2. Alright, I want the King James Version, please. It says, Look unto Abraham your father. For he was only he was alone when I called him. Alright, I want them to hear it, please. So that it doesn't feel like I'm saying something else. One verse two. What did he say? You see, many people presume that you are only supposed to look unto God, for God is our Father. And many people preach a message and they tell you, even you personally, in your own opinion, you tell yourself you are not supposed to look unto any man, right? The only one you are supposed to look unto is God. But you see, Bible says that all scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. Are you here? All scriptures are given by what? The inspiration of God. And for all scriptures to be given by the inspiration of God, it means that these scriptures were given to man or they were the word of God spoken through man in writing. So the scriptures is the word of God spoken to man in writing. So if we see someone say something, if we see a man of God say something in scriptures, this is God talking through the man in writing so this is god saying and if and isaiah placed it in writing and he said that look unto abraham your father and abraham is a man and yet god is endorsing the fact that we need to look unto this man hallelujah he is a man and god calls him our father thus is god not aware that abraham is a man and is God not aware that he is our father? And then he begins to call Abraham our father. And then God tells us to look unto him, Abraham, because he is our father. And God said, when he called him, he called him Lord, that he should be a blessing unto us. What am I trying to say? It is no wrong to look unto your man of God. It is no wrong to look unto him. You are not only supposed to look unto God. Because Bible talks about the fact that our establishment is with God. However, our prosperity is with our man of God. So if you are looking unto God only, you get established. But the aspect of prosperity will be missing in there because you are not looking at the other equation. For an equation to be balanced, there must be A plus B equal to C. Are we here? 
So you can't have A equal to C. You must have A plus B equal to C. So if God is saying that you must have A plus B equal to C, you dare not take the B out because you think the B must not be there. Are we here? So, he, so it is not wrong to look up to your man of God. It's not wrong. Hallelujah. Tell someone it's not wrong. In doing that, you are actually obeying scriptures and because, and when you begin to obey such scriptures, it begins to work in your life faster. And I want your concentration to be here. Now, one thing you have come to, you must come to realize that it is a privilege and an honor to know your man of God. It is a privilege and an honor for a man of God to even have time for you. It is a privilege and an honor for you to even know a man of God. To know your man of God, to have your man of God, it's a privilege. The moment you begin to see these privileges of your man of God praying for you, your man of God having time for you, your man of God giving you opportunities as your right or his responsibility, you begin to appreciate him less. And the more you begin to appreciate him less, that is when your blessing is being delayed. Are we here? So see the things your man of God do for you as a privilege than his responsibility in your life many of you feel that me praying for you is my responsibility in your life and as such after praying for you you don't even know how to say thank you you have to come to a realization that it is a privilege and an honor for your man of God to have time for you and if your man of God has time for you and you begin to think that this time is having for you it's his responsibility that he has towards you as a man of God, then you begin to lose. Hallelujah. Amen. And many of you, let me say, see, in this dispensation here, it is very scarce to see a man of God that operates in different graces. It's very scarce. It is very easy for you to see a man of God that does healing. But he doesn't fatigue. It's very easy to see a man of God that does teaching and doesn't do miracles and prophetic. It's very easy to see a man of God that even does prophetic but doesn't do even healing and even is not even in depth in the word. The men of God that do teaching, preaching, miracles, prophecy, and all that you have, healing, they are scarce. Check. Check. And you have in front of you right now. Who is able to flow in all this grace however you do not appreciate him and how do you expect the oil to begin to work in your life you check around it's only a few men of god who operate in all this vast grace and you have a man of god as i am speaking to you teaching you preaching but not just you anything but doctrine sound doctrine Healing, miracles, prophecy, think them. Speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, think them. Yet you are less appreciative of that which your man of God carries. The moment you begin to hold your man of God's oil in high esteem, it begins to work for you without even praying. Are you here with me at all? When you begin to hold your man of God's oil or your man of God in high esteem, his oil begin to work for you even without you praying, even without you asking. Things begin to fall in pleasant places just because you have held your man of God's oil in high esteem. And I will explain to you with scriptures very soon. And many of you, your attitude and your 
your actions towards your man, your man of God, consciously or unconsciously, is an abuse to your man of God. Many of you abuse your man of God without even knowing you are abusing your man of God. And some of you even care less that you are abusing your man of God. Many of the things many of you do to me is an abuse to me. But I just look at you and I say you will grow. I take it as a, as a fact that you have not grown yet so you are growing. But many of the things that you do, the actions that you portray is an abuse to your man of God. And I'll prove it to you. Now the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7, the verse 19 to the verse 23. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, the verse 19 to 23. Can you read it please? Since this is wisdom, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 19 to 23. 7. Yeah, to 23. So, this is wisdom. This is wisdom. And he's saying that this is the definition of wisdom. And for you to be able to identify wisdom, you have to know that wisdom strengthens a man. One man is strengthened by wisdom than ten men with six packs. <laughs> than ten mighty men. So wisdom is very vital that people who are doing bumbo. Okay, move on. Listen, listen. Please read that one again. He says that there is no man on earth who is just that does good and doesn't wrong anyone or does not sin. In other words, there are things that your man of God will be doing that is good, but and that is pleasing in the sight of God, but to someone it's offensive. So I might be doing something for Minister Vida, but probably let's say we have a meeting and Mr. Virus issue is more present than that of Minister Coleman. And then because Minister Coleman came first, yet I attended to Minister Vida first because her vision is present, even though she came second. Mr. Coleman takes offense in the fact that I came here first and it's first come first said, why then do you have time for Minister Vida and do not give me that time first? So in me doing good, from Minister Vida because of her present need and valuing the fact that Minister Vida's issue is more present than Minister Coleman's issue. Minister Coleman picks offense. She gets angry. She gets so me, I'm doing good for one person. One person is feeling good, yet the another is feeling bad about it. So there is no way as a man of God he can please everyone. So the focus of your man of God is to please God and not you. My focus as your man of God is to please God and not you. So if you do something and I correct you, my focus is not to please you, but my focus is to please God. If I correct you and you get offended, and I know you get offended, there is no way I'll correct you because I want to please you. I want to have it all with you. I want to have it all good with you. But if I'm to please God, then I care less about your feelings because I need you to grow as God wants me to grow you. Are we here? So, I remember the other day, a lady was speaking to me as to why she left with some friends from the ministry and apparently i was trying to build them all by the by the leading of the spirit to help them grow and apparently one was getting jealous of the fact that i was giving one particular one and more opportunity than the other than her and because of that she got jealous 
ده اللي كان اوسو انفلوينس الافريكا اوسو ليف ده مينيشي اي ام مينيشي ابو مريم مينيشي هير واي بس انا واز بين كود تو سام وان بس دوين كود تو وان بيرسون ذا اذر وان واز فيلينج اوفندد سو ذير از نو واي يور مان اوف جود كان بليز ايفري وان اند ايفن ان بريتشينج ان بريتشينج مايت جو ويل فور سام وان بس ذا اذر بيرسون واز سينا بيبي وي اور كان يو نو اور كامي نو اور كامي او ديا اوشتريم ان نيم نو But someone also feel very elevated without mercy. They came to even give a seat. So for another person, that mercy is good. For another person, why? So he said, there is no just man that 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 that's good. And in the good that he's doing, it is good. Though, but there is no there is no way there cannot be any sin found in that good. So in my doing, so let's say right now, okay, for for my dressing right now, okay, it is good. But someone picks an offense that why do you wear a dress and maybe you wear kambu sneakers? Why do you wear specs as you are preaching, pastor? But to someone else, it is nice, it is good. My man of God is looking good. Let me take a picture of my man of God. But to someone else, someone picks an offense. You can't be a man of God and preach on the pulpit with a specs. Do we get it here? So there is no way you as a man also can do something without having someone complaining. So everything you will do, people will talk. And I was like, this is wisdom. But please go ahead for me. He says something again. He said, do not give ear to whatever everyone is saying. For least thou will hear thy servant cursing thee. He says, do not give ear or do not heed to what everyone is saying. Do not be in search of what someone is saying about you or what not someone is saying about you. Because in whatever they are saying, you might unfortunately hear your servant cursing you. So you, you see, you have to train yourself. Train your ears not to hear evil about your man of God. Tell somebody, train your ears. Not to hear evil about your man of God. See, this aspect is really going to help you. If you train yourself not to also speak ill about a man of God, you are going to be able to receive consistently from a man of God. Whether in public or in private, you have to learn how not to speak ill of a man of God. Because he says that you should not give heed to whatever everyone is saying. So the issue is you. You are paying attention to what people are saying. So that you are hearing a text which is not supposed to affect your life, but because you heard it, it's beginning to work in your life. But if you do not pay attention to whatever someone is saying or what not someone is saying, you are good to go. You are not disturbed. It's like people have cancer and they walk their life and nothing is wrong with them. But the moment they get the information they have cancer, they begin to trouble themselves and they begin to worry and they even die off. Hallelujah. Amen. At first, when someone sneezes, there is no problem. When someone have headache, they attribute it to even malaria or a slight fever, or even migraine. But today, for you to even have migraine, you even think it's a sickness that is about to kill you. So you are beginning to become scared. So now that that fear begins to wear a curse of death in your life. But if you do not hear of that sickness and its symptoms, you not even be afraid. So you have to be careful of what you hear. What you hear about your man of God is very key to you. You have a responsibility of not being in a company of people who are discussing your man of God. And you don't even have to start those conversations of discussing and talking ill about your man of God. Why am I saying this? If you are in a meeting or you are talking to someone and the person begins to speak ill about someone to you, this person, you do not know the person or you don't 
only have a contact with this person but someone is speaking ill about this person the moment you meet this person because of the things that you've heard about this person you feel bitter towards the person are, we, are you with me? You've not met the person, you don't even know the person, you don't even know how the person are. But because someone spoke about the person to you in a, an offensive way, but this person, he or she did this and this to me. When you meet the person whom you don't even know, you feel something. Or no, she but you feel something against the person. It is natural. But if you do not hear that information, you are cool. You are good to go. But the moment you hear that information about that person who you don't even know, you feel some way towards the person. Are we here? So now, the moment you begin to hear evil news about the man of God, and you begin to sit down here, your receptiveness is affected. Are we here? The way you receive from me will be affected just because of something you have heard about me. And that is how come there are people who also come to church first time and they receive more than the people who are in the church. The people in the church know the issues in the church. So when someone is standing here and the person is doing something, who crowd last one, you know, Okasatra way in this way. Who crowd last bishop? So if that person now or three five bishops, you know, stands here and the person is preaching to you, you will not receive because of what you know about the person. But if you don't know how that information about the person, you will think the person is crum crum, and then you begin to receive. So the issue is not about the person personally standing here, but it's about the information you have heard about the person. So you Bible says, take heed not to give attention to what people are saying about you, lest you even hear your servants cursing you. And it's your responsibility. So don't go about trying to figure out what someone is saying and what what someone is saying about you. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Are we here? Are we here? And you also don't be in a company of people who are talking ill about the man of God. That will prevent you from receiving. Are we here? Now imagine hearing that I go sleep with someone and I come and stand here the following Sunday and I'm preaching to you. Imagine what will be running in your head. Imagine. And maybe that day I'm even talking about purity. <laughs> or holiness. Imagine what you run into your head. You might not even necessarily even speaking out, but you'll be murmuring and you'll be talking in your head. Yeah. Why are you deceiving me? Then, then, then you begin to talk. Imagine. But if you don't have that information, you will receive, even though the sin has been committed, but you will still receive. Just because you do not have that information, are we here? So it is your own responsibility to be careful of the information that you hear about your man of God. Amen. Amen. So when you are in a company of people who are beginning to talk about a man of God, separate yourself. And again, don't also entertain bad energy. Tell your neighbor, don't entertain bad energy. There are people I call bad energy. And this is the reason. These people are able to talk to you. They are on phone with you one hour. One hour. They are on phone. Two hours they are on phone with you. And the, the thing they are discussing is not about them and how they can better their life, but they are discussing someone. And most of you, those people are always discussing something bad about the person. They always have something bad to say about someone. They, 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 are not, they don't ever 
saying something good about someone, they are always saying something bad. Those people are bad energy, and you need to separate yourself from bad energy. Tell them about separate yourself from bad energy. Separate yourself from bad energy. They are here. They are here. They are church members. You, you, you'll be making a call, and the only thing you're doing is oh, call with yourself. <laughs>
And then Mr. called me and said, I need this person to die. I saw that person sleep because I'm dead. It's okay. Then she wanted to raise another issue. I said, Nah, it's okay. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Now, this same person on her status now came to delete all those tosses and came to give a video that it wasn't her that was posting those information. It was the person who said she has, she's dead who was posting those information. So the person was under the influence of alcohol, blah, 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 they were saying those things. So the person is not dead. And then I, I was praying and I saw my sister's call. I knew she was coming to tell me. I knew. So I was praying by then. I was praying for service and I hung up. I knew. I knew. I don't see, I don't entertain, no matter whoever you are, I don't, not in my face. I don't entertain, I don't entertain such bad news. I don't. Sometimes you'll be complaining about this person not coming, this person not coming. Come on, I don't want to talk about it. Leave it. Because I know who I am in your life. So if you do something that begin to talk, without good or negative, it happens. So the best is for me to keep quiet. So you don't, you don't provoke me to talk. I might be hurt, but the best is for me to keep quiet than to talk. I have learned how to be keep, to keep quiet about issues. I have learned that wisdom for a very long time. I have learned it. So such bad energy kill it. So in, for me, I expect my sister to begin to learn. But I believe that even as I did pick up the call, she caught someone else. <laughs> but she's supposed to actually learn from No. Why is it this guy wanting to discuss this information with me? That she's supposed to begin to change from that aspect. You also are here. You might not be able to call me and have that conversation, but you call people to have such conversations. You talk about people in church. Cut those things off. Cut those things off. If you're talking about someone, it should be on the basis that you want to help the person. Not to talk about and disgrace the person whatsoever. No. No. Not someone. No. No. Cut those bad energies off. They don't allow you to receive. Especially your man of God. Cut those energies off. Sometime back, some people came to say some information to my pastors and they were telling me I wanted to do something with someone. Ah, and they kept that information from us like, why not we love prayer? And that thing wasn't even true. And I was like, ah. So I began explaining myself to them actually. This even be the issue, this be the thing. So why is it that people talk so? But having, having grown like this, I realized I didn't have to even talk to them that this was the issue or this was the truth. I was supposed to keep quiet. Yeah. I was supposed to keep quiet about it. Hallelujah. Now let me teach you five things that prevent you from receiving from your man of God. Five things. Five things. So the opposite people, the opposite, you begin to receive from your man of God consistently. The first one is the familiarity which Pastor Divine has already dealt with, so I'm not going into that familiarity. And the second one is ungratefulness. 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 When a son or a daughter, a member, a mentee, begins to be ungrateful, ungrateful to us, his or her man of God, the oil doesn't operate in their lives very well. Ungratefulness. You realize that I sent a message sometime background, or maybe my status, that when someone does good for you, you begin to say, Oh, I'm lost of words, I'm dumbfounded. I don't know what to say. They did good for you, and suddenly your vocabulary library is off. 
You don't you cannot pick any word from your vocabulary library. You, you don't know what to say anymore because either the thing was expected or unexpected, you don't know what to say. And let this same person do the opposite to you, do something negative to you, step on your toes. You will then quickly begin suddenly your spiritual eyes open to scriptures, it opens to words, and you begin to speak anyhow. So why were you able to locate to work suddenly when you got angry? Is this not witchcraft? If it's not witchcraft, what then is it? That I do good for you, you are able to talk because you are surprised. And you are surprised that I did you wrong and you are able to talk. Is it not the same surprise? Hallelujah. It's not the same surprise. But one surprise you are able to talk, the other surprise you are not able to talk. you good, your pastor prays for you, they do things for you, and you even hear about it. You don't even know how to even put on your status and thank the pastor. But when you hear something like about this same pastor, you go on social media, I saw before this, I had no <laughs> And all the pastors are the same, this is how they are. When you hear of the pastor paying school fees for someone, when you hear of the pastor helping them orphans, the pastor feeding the widows. You did not say you did not post. But when he heard the pastor had bought a car, he assisted somebody to buy a car. Why are you like that? That is ungratefulness. And that is witchcraft. That's not witchcraft. witchcraft. I do not want any of you to be under the operation of witchcraft. That is why I'm helping you. I'm making I'm helping you descend out of witchcraft. Because we have of witchcraft that many of you are operating under witchcraft and we do not even know it many of you are being ungrateful to your man of God you should learn how to be courteous and to even say thank you please kindly hallelujah tell someone be courteous many of you are not courteous you come and talk to me Hello, Bishop, how are you doing? Bishop, I'm going through something. You can't even add, please. I need help, ABC. Please, kindly help me with this. You don't even know how to say no of those things. You talk anyhow, because you think it is the responsibility of your man of God to do it for you. So you just talk. Bishop, I just want to talk to you about my dream. Then you begin to tell me about the dream. You don't even say please. You, you, you talk anyhow. Are you here? Those things prevent the anointing to it because the moment I even see that message, I go like, who does this person take me for? I will help you, but probably I might have some reservations because of how you presented the message. And quickly, I will not give you all of me. I will give you some of me. That's what Bible says that let the prophet eat. Let him be full. And then he will prophesy out of his bowls. You see, if he is full, he will give you full. If he's half, he will give you half. Are you here? So if I have my personal reservation based on how you sent a message to me, I will know what to do. Some of you, you call me Papa. Well, then you'll be cool. Papa, Papa, Papa. <laughs> if I rebuke you small, you turn up to Bishop. You turn up to Apostle. You turn up to Pastor. <laughs> it's like you have a girlfriend and 
You you have a name for your girlfriend. You call your girlfriend, oh my love, my darling, my babes, my oboibo. You see, you have names for your darling. But when you get offended or angry at this particular person, and the person's name is Abla, you begin to say, Abla, me, I don't like what you like. Do you know? Ah, you knew the person is called Abla, but you were calling the person, oh my love, my darling. When you are happy. But the moment you get bored, you call the person Abla. Why? Why did the person's name suddenly change? Simply because you are angry. And you begin to treat him like Abla. <laughs> <laughs> you call me ADD when you are fine. You call me Papa when everything is okay. But the moment you hear something, Bishop, Pastor Desmond. <laughs> Apostle Desmond. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Why is it so? I'm not a blind. You can't treat me like you treat a blind. No, 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 no. If you're angry with a blind, you call her a blind, not big. You can't come and treat me like that. Because the moment you begin to type like that, I know. I know. One person did sing. And Pastor Peter, I, I was telling Pastor Peter about something that someone has done. And Pastor Peter said, Oh, let me see the text. I went to Pastor Peter and said, Is this how the person talks to you? Like, I don't know, just think. So we went to the chat. All the information the person was giving is Papa, 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 Papa. But the moment the review came, the person said Bishop. Imagine. And Pastor Peter was wise enough to be able to check that strength, to be able to know now there's a change in attitude. Are we here? So, all these things are the ungratefulness being exhibited. When, when, when you change towards your man of God simply because he rebukes you, simply because he says something you did not like, you are being ungrateful because what he's doing is to help you. But to you, you have put offense in that help, but he's doing you good. But you have seen a nature of sin in that good that he's doing you, which is wrong. Tell someone, be courteous. Be courteous. Say thank you. Say thank you. See, learn how to say thank you when Bishop gives you a gift. When Bishop gives you an opportunity to minister, learn how to say thank you. You see, some of you, you don't even know how to say thank you. When something is given to you today, you don't even say thank you. Say, oh, Bishop, yeah. <laughs> when I pray for you, you just go like that. You don't even know how to say thank you. When pastors pray for you, you don't even know how to say thank you. You think it's their job. But no, you should be able to say thank you after a prayer is being said on you. It is a privilege. You see, gratefulness, all right, it is an open application for more. Tell somebody gratefulness, gratefulness is an open application. It's an open application. For more. For more. So when you are grateful to me, how, how you thank me I will make me want to do more for you. Like I wish like I, I should have done more than I did for you. So when you are grateful towards someone, the person feels like doing more for you. Gratefulness makes gives an open letter to do more for you. So be grateful. You don't only have to be grateful through money. No, 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 no. Everything is not about money. No, many of you see you can't buy me. No, no, no. Many of you think everything is about money. It's not about money. It's not about attitude. When something is done for you today, call the pastor tomorrow. Say thank you. Even me. When I even give you opportunity to even sink. After you sink, the next day I call you, thank you for organizing the choir. Me, I'll give you opportunity. And me, the next day I'm calling you again. Imagine. And you that you were given the opportunity, you think that it's your right. Bishop must thank me. If Bishop doesn't call me. You are supposed to know that it's not even Bishop who was supposed to even call. 
I'm the one who's supposed to call Bishop first. So if Bishop is calling, hey, my hair bunny. I mean, make me picking because I'm a friend. My money using the credits. You have to learn it. Tell someone learn it. Learn it. We have to learn it. Yes. When someone gives you something, either bishop, your pastors, or anyone, your friends here, your colleagues here, if they does, if they do anything for you, after thanking them the day they did it for you, the next day, call them, give them a text, thank them, be grateful. It opens greater door for you. It makes you to be able to receive from the man of God consistently. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it, it makes you receive consistently. When opportunity is given you to minister here, call and thank, no matter how many times you thank. To surprise you that you're not even good at it, but I'm not going to keep giving you opportunity to do it. But then you realize you're already good. Gratefulness, it opens greater door for you. When you are grateful, you are able to receive consistently. Imagine, you think that Jesus Christ was working with the rich people who are even sinners, just like that because only want to work with them. They had money, they were grateful. When the woman came to Best the alabaster bucket at the feet of Jesus. And then the disciple was saying that, oh, we should have sold this perfume and use it for this and this and that. Jesus said, no, nah, leave it, let it, let it do it. And Jesus is a fool. He, he, he showed that the woman was doing something. Jesus was grateful. So he wanted to do more for the, the woman. And Jesus even rebuked his disciple in front of them. He was not supposed to do that. But the way the woman did the thing, it touched the heart of Jesus that she was, he was able to rebuke his disciples, his junior pastors, in front of people in public. Why? Gratefulness. Gratefulness. Jesus rebuked his own pastors in public because of him being grateful towards the act of another woman. So imagine me being grateful. Imagine. Imagine. Your man of God being grateful towards something that you've done. Imagine how you, 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 oh my goodness. If I go to places I know what to say, I know the kind of prayer to pray with. Mm. <laughs> I know the kind of prayer to pray for people, particular people. Me bomb at the fire be. Some prayer like you will be greater than I am. Me bomb more be Because I know some people, if they become greater than me, they'll chill me. <laughs> 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 See how people are treating me now. <laughs> then tomorrow, <laughs> when they begin to act like they are all good, they are all good, and they are pretending because you couldn't treat me well now. Now that I'm dead, they are treating me good. No, you, you are pretending. If you can treat me well now, and you are doing it tomorrow, I know that oh, you are a good person. But if you can't do it now, if you can't start the rehearsal now, I know there is a problem somewhere. And tomorrow, I won't give you France. You may not know how vital it is to have front seats. <laughs> but you will get to know. Maybe right now you know how vital it is to have front seats here. But one day you'll get to know. One day you I pray you don't be part of people who will be watching screen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord was showing me where we are going to just this week. And I was really, really grateful because I thought I had already seen it all. But <laughs> he gave me how it's going to go from now. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the other aspect is rebellion. Rebellion. Rebellion, according to 1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 23, is connected to witchcraft. So the sin of rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. The sin of rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So last week I was telling you that rebellion is a produce or a product of witchcraft. Anytime people 
people begin to be rebellious towards their man of God, they do not receive from their man of God because what they have left the connection of a flowing tap. Do not be rebellious. That's how do not be rebellious. Do not be rebellious. Do not be rebellious. When the church said we are going here, you are inside. You don't say me here behind you. You are going there. Me come. So, when I just say, oh, we, we, we are doing this, we are doing that, we want to buy a, 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 a keyboard, you will not say that, oh, we, we need drums first. So, you are not drums, now they won't contribute. No. If the choir said they are wearing green, and now uh, because you you want to wear white, and the choir said green, you there, when you want to you, we come and we say we are doing uh, uh, how do we call it intercessory prayer and then because of the intercessory prayer and the, the, the one leading is leading and we are praying uh, for our marriage you think it's not intercessory so you will not pray it's rebellious we are being rebellious follow the leadership we are singing this song and you they are singing another song in church we are doing worship we are singing Hosanna to uh, and then you, know, you come and say, Holy are you Lord? <laughs> and you're singing on your own corner. It's not right, it's rebellion. See, this thing you don't know it's rebellion, but it is rebellion. It is. It is rebellion. Are we here? These are many of the things that we do that we do not know that we are going against the will of God, and this is what is preventing us from receiving. So many of the things that delay in our life is because we have rebelled one way or the other. Bishop said, Don't wear this dress on this day, don't pass here on this day. But you, you want to pass there on that day. You think, oh, someone has been fashioning and you have been rebellious, and so you cannot receive. You think every day is about accident. So today, if I tell you don't, don't drive car, you think it's our accident. So good. So car there before they be accident, never driving. But what it is that if you should have walked as Bishop said, it will delay your pace and you will meet that one man. But the car will make you faster than you will meet that one man. But you do not know. You do not know. Maybe one man in the car best sell a console. One of them over one now. Why yeah, fitting work now? And then you solve it. But if you're in a car, you might pass because we are hitting the speed on a highway speed. You can't stop instantly because someone's car is fault. You might even be thinking that, ah, what if it's arm robbers? But it's your one man. So when instructions are given, you follow the instructions to the letter. Don't, don't take your own way. Are we here? If we are, we are all women sealed today, we are all women sealed today. If you are all women white as a church, well white. It's rebellion. It's rebellion. If you want to go for a party and you don't have a sneaker, don't you go and borrow? If church DSC is, you can't go and borrow the shoe. Then you sit at home because you don't have that dress. It's rebellion. And it prevents you from receiving and you do not know. And you do not know. There was a time where and way back on campus, maybe some of you have heard this story. And way back on campus, that there was a guy who did something. And I told him that I've taken my covering off you. And guess what? He was texting me. I don't care. You're not my father. God is my father. <laughs> and I don't blame him because he had he he he, he, he went to a friend of mine for advice. And because the friend also wants members to, the friend was changing the guy's money. I was telling him something that he was not supposed to tell him. And then um, 
the guy came to tell me about his father. Uh, he has God as his father. Then, 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 then. It's like, okay, I'll take my covering off you. No problem. You can go your way. Wow. And since then, I've advised myself about this particular friend. He's a man of God, too. We talk, but I know what I have advised myself. And listen, this guy, who about completing school, okay? And suddenly this guy was having receipts, plenty receipts. She <laughs> 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 says, man, You see, I have the anointing to boost GPs, to boost results, to change results. So when this anointing wants to work against you, it works against you in the form of receipts. Yes. If that, if that anointing can make you prosper in this aspect, when that anointing begins to work against you because of rebellious, it does the opposite. So this guy had research. He didn't know where it was coming from. We have a completed school. Then he was going to write this verse again. <laughs> Guess what? Then he knew that he needed an anointing. Not my friend's anointing. <laughs> because my friend's anointing is not boosting GP anointing. Even he himself, he was jealous. Then he began quoting that sometimes miracles happen as a result of the demand or the, the heart's feelings of the people and not because the man of God. Couldn't be here and sir. Yeah, I was listening to I was hearing things a lot. And this people were jealous me. I knew that they were calling themselves friends. I knew. So when this thing was happening, I was expecting this guy to still go to this my friend to push GP. But this guy came, and guess what? When he came, he said, after he has rebelled and then he wants to come home, he said, Bishop, I want to come and show my iPad. You see, this iPad, the iPhone, iPhone has a tap. It's called the iPad. Then, then it was expensive. And then he said, he wants to also add his shoes to work and bring the money. Just for GPA, just for him to be able to write a receipt and pass. I said, I don't need any of these things. He said, but I lied to you. Then I needed, I wanted to be preaching with that. <laughs> so I used to, <laughs> I used to, I used to preach with um, uh, Mr. Frakuma's tap. Every time I used to, I used to preach with that. So in that tap, I think it had a, a cracked screen. It won't be fine for me to go and preach somewhere there using cracked screen. So I wanted to, the guy was like, I don't need your ticket. I will take the seat. I will take it. <laughs> you, 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 you want to have some sweet brown shoe, eh? I wear it every time. It's like high heels. Yeah. My brown shoe, high heels. I wear it every time. Those I used to have some shoe too. I used to wear. And this guy was bringing me shoes. I needed it though, but I rejected it. I said, I don't need any of that. I don't need any of that. I rejected the shoes, I rejected the money. Let's see me in this Miyaska. Miyaska, that's at that time, that's not 10 cities a day. Yeah. So, I mean, Miyaska, that's kind of a bad idea, mommy. But I rejected the money, I rejected the shoes, I rejected the top. I needed them, but I wanted him to learn. I didn't, I didn't take any of those things. And guess what? After everything we wrote about, like, he didn't complete with us. He did not complete with us, he couldn't pass that recent again he was writing. You couldn't pass because of what? Rebellion. 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 And then I just pray and just change whatever it is. I didn't talk. See, that was like I did not pray. I just said, I take my covering off you. That's the only thing I said. And everything he keeps saying around, I just sighed. I never spoke. But the anointing worked against him because he was rebellious. Some people think they are on top. They get to new revelation. They begin to talk anyhow. New revelation, they talk anyhow. Forgetting that this same hands 
and this same mouth has blessed you before. But anger is making you go the other way. If when you're angry, then you have to talk to your man of God. You should be very careful when your emotions are high. When you're talking to your man of God. When you're happy and when you're angry, be very careful what you say to your man of God. Be very careful. Because I am someone who doesn't talk to me. I see where I'm talking. That's my pastors. When I begin to talk to someone, I tell them this person, watch this person, this is what the person will do. I said, ah, Papa, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told yes, this is my revelation I see. I was telling them, I, 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 they don't know how I do it. My son don't know how I do it. It's a gift, probably. When you are talking, I know what you are saying. You might be saying A-O, but I know you are saying B-C-D. I know. <laughs> I just know. So, so I know someone you come to come and talk to me and you're me anyhow. There's one lady who's not even coming to church anymore. I don't want to mention what department she belonged to. She wanted a job. I told her, do this, do that. Join this place and do this and do this. I said, Bishop, me now. She was even talking to Pastor Cecilia. Bishop, come on, worry. After her service and she got a job, she doesn't know I have any. She's never buy but right now. Say when you question me, when Texas should blue tick. It's like wow, because of a job. Every single thing, a job. Obey to my way. Who is it? See how to blue Bishop, you become rebellious because of a job. I don't want to talk. I don't talk. I'm just giving an example. If I talk further, I will say something. But rebellious. Brings about delays also in your life. So it's not a demon, it's your own self. Because this guy, if he didn't rebel, he wouldn't have even failed the first place. He wouldn't have even failed the first place. No, he wouldn't have even failed. Because even me myself, I felt they said I felt a bit back. I didn't write this, the, the, the result was changed. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> At least by the device saw the, the proof, I printed it out. <laughs> yeah, it was F there. <laughs> It was F, but my own anointing worked for me. It was changed to a B plus. In that role. <laughs> no, 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 I had a joke. <laughs> but if I would, I, I, I have printed one there. It's in, it's in my document right now, as a proof. But there are people who had reset, and because they rebelled, the anointing did not work for them. Hey, don't rebel. Don't, don't rebel. See, I'll not talk, but don't rebel. Sometimes I might say, oh, I miss this person. Oh, I've been hearing from this person. I won't talk any, I won't say anything, but I know they'll come back and forgive for me. But because I pray to not be too late for them. So you, here, don't rebel. Amen. Amen. Last two, respect. Respect. Acts chapter 12, the verse 5. Tell someone, respect your man of God. Respect your man of God. It is disrespect for me to come to service before you. Yeah. It is disrespect for me to go somewhere or to be going somewhere with you and I am the one waiting for you. Yeah. It is a high disrespect. It, it's a dishonor to your man of God. I'm someone who works on time and everyone will tell you. I'll use this example, two examples. We were going for one christening and once one person decided to be late, whatever reason the person was late for, we left. We didn't pick the person, we left. I don't waste time. I don't waste time. We we're waiting for Pastor Paul's wedding. We took the bus, and then um, my own sister also decided to be late. That's what we left her. But I wanted to be there on time. We left her. My own big sister, then you. 
She came born. I didn't mind. She picked up from here to there. I didn't mind. If it is time, we we you see, at that moment, you know it is Desmond. It is Apostle speaking. What's your younger brother? It is disrespect. At that moment, you see, things begin to work slowly in your life because you have disrespected the man of God because you have become familiar in any way. The reason why I'm using my business as an example for you is for you to all to learn. Are you here? So you can equally learn. Because my anointing can work for you as a friend and it can equally work for you as a man of God, but it has its own levels. Are you here? There are days when I'm going to minister, I go to my sister, or she comes to me myself and prays for me. Yeah. She prays for me. So I know when it's her anointing as a big sister works for me. And when me, as, a, as, a, as her, her shepherd, also works for her. We have to understand that, 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 that connection. Are you here with me at all? Yes, it's true. So do not disrespect your man of God. So I, I can't come to check before you. No, it's disrespectful. Very, very disrespectful. Let's read the book of Acts chapter 12, verse 5. What does it say, please? These people were praying. Let me just shut you in that book of time. These people were praying for Peter to be delivered from prison. And when Peter was finally being delivered by the angel, the angel opened the doors and the Peter came out of the prison and Peter came to them at the door. Bible said when Peter got to the temple, the angel of the temple, Rhoda came to the door. Peter was knocking, Rhoda came to the door and Rhoda heard the voice of Peter and Rhoda went back. You, you are praying for a miracle to happen, for your, your man of God to be saved and be delivered. He has come to the gate and now you have left him there and I'm going to give you permission. <laughs> so you could have opened the door and let him enter. They kept him waiting. They kept their man of God waiting. And their man of God was not delivered. But they thought they have they have prayed to they are the one helping the man of God. But when you read down words, it tells you something better that happened. So he delivered the nation and he brought about salvation, greater salvation in the temple or in the town. Are you here with me? You have prayed for deliverance, my man of God delivered from the hands of the enemies and from the prisoners. And an angel of the Lord came to do all those miracles. And then he has come at the entrance of the door. Now he knocked and then he deserved to enter. You have left him there. You've gone to run to go and tell people that Peter is here. Hmm. Now guess what? When she also went to say it, when the people also heard it, when they were coming, they began talking to the, uh, talking about the man of God. They don't, don't, they don't think it is him. Hmm. They think it's an angel or maybe a ghost. You see, they, when they were saying all these things, they were saying it in secret before they got to Peter. But Peter was hearing it. And that's how it was recorded. They began calling him names. Maybe it was an angel. Maybe it was a ghost. Like how some of you call me names. And sometimes you might be discussing me thinking I don't know. But funny now, you don't know that some of my angels work for you. So the moment where they come to you for a particular thing, <laughs> you are talking about me negatively. They bring me the information. So aside me seeing it in visions, when I meet you, and I know that my that you bring something for me to pray to you, pray for you about, and I I'm relenting. I know that now this person has said something. I know. I just know. I know how it works for me, man. I know how it works. I know this person. These people have said something about me. Or my ego, no matter how you and the ones I want to help, I call for a meeting and I talk to them and I help them. The ones that I just keep quiet about. Because sometimes when you don't even take care of how you will deal people, they'll get offended. Mm. Some of them I keep quiet. Are you here with me? Let me show. 
So learn how not to be talking about a man of God negatively or speaking ill about a man of God, either in his presence or in his absence. Two, don't keep your man of God waiting. You want to come and meet me, come and do something for you. I'm the one, we, we've made a meeting, we've talked about place, and now I'm the one waiting for you. So that would be disrespectful. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't be disrespectful. Tell someone, don't be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. You don't have to be disrespectful. There was your man of God. There are many things that, I, sometimes I just have to just keep talking about this. Now, okay, lastly, let me just make this example for you. There was something that happened some time back, and there was this guy that was trying to take something that belonged to me then. Now you see, the anointing of the Lord works for you and against you. Whether or not the man of God is your man of God or not. So far as he said, he is a man of God, his anointing works. So you have to be careful of speaking against the man of God. Now this guy, he's also into ministry. When you're trying to fight and take something that belongs to me. Ah, I think I'm laughing. I have a, 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 a wicked way of laughing then. You'll be doing something to me and I'm laughing at you. Because my mind, I know what is in my mind. This guy was doing this thing. You know now, well, I've changed a lot of it. I tell you. But on the back, I test more. This guy was doing this thing. I, oh, the guy, the guy was following me. And then listen, the pain you are making me feel today. Will feel much more than that that happened. And I knew what I was saying exactly in my mind. I knew exactly what I was saying in my mind. The guy laughed. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> he began talking. I'm a son of God. Behold, all things have become new. I mean, he has been told that when someone curses you, you should overcome the curse by also rebuking. Levels will move also. So he began confessing scriptures, <laughs> saying things. <laughs> I, I looked at him and I laughed. About less than two weeks, I heard that the father, the father is dead in, my, in our hood. The father was dead. But I saw that I took my friend. And I went to the pastor and park and I went to pray. Father, please. I said, I'm using the way for me. Let me tell you, I said, Guess what happened again? Some months after this person also was telling me that they had entered into investment with this guy and they have lost all their savings. Father, please, let it end here. This is what I heard of. What about the ones I didn't even hear of? I, I, I went on my knees at the heart. I remember that day. I prayed to God, Father, don't let this thing happen to them anymore. I know I'm the one who said it, but please forgive them. The guy is not my son. He's not my mentee. He's just taking something that was belonging to me then. And I spoke out of anger. <laughs> and it still worked. When I'm, when I'm happy, it will work. When I'm angry, it will work. When I'm full or satisfied, it will work. When I'm hungry, it will work. It is anointing. It's not for me. It will work. It is boiling. It's not frozen. It will work. <laughs> <laughs> so those things, if I'm having some chit chat with my sister and anger is coming, I leave the room. I know. I don't know how to say something. That will work it. If I'm having a chit chat with someone, I'm getting bored, I leave. I leave the meeting. I leave. Or the better stuff, I just keep quiet. But now, this I'm telling you, it's about five, four years ago. Right now, do me a lot of you. I just did. We might probably discuss other pastors and they will just let you go. Just let me not do anything. Just let them, let them. But then, 
So this person, what I'm trying to make understand, this person was not my flock. He was not my member. He has only come to my church even once for. And that one said, it's okay. So he was not member. He was not my mentee. And he came to church. Only once. But he was doing something really like, and I spoke and it happened. So I'm telling you that you, be careful of the men of God you speak against. Don't speak against anyone simply because you think they are man of God or they've done something wrong. I you not know who called him to ministry? I know who called him to ministry. You think he's taking time to go and buy a car? I know who called him. I know. If God is telling you to go and buy the car, do you know? Do you know? If the man of God has placed their leg on someone to heal someone, if it is God that said, do you know? So when you begin, if it is God that said it, and you begin to talk against that man of God, you are talking against God. Because me, I don't have a problem with people putting their leg on someone to heal the person. So for us, it was God that said it. Because if God can use mud to heal someone, if God can use bones to heal someone, then what are you talking about? The leg on someone again. No, sir. Please. They were eating bread and wine, and Jesus said, this is my body and this is my blood. <laughs> me today, let me bring bread and wine. And tell this is my body, this is my blood, take it. Just make this one a branch 
than just a breakaway. Yeah. I said, listen, this issue is beyond you. Go to headquarters and go and talk to the headquarters. Give them the number. They say, oh, we've done everything to that delay, and we will we'll take our own action. Hey, I saw any old here. When I'm frail. So sometimes eh, we have to. We don't have to be rebellious. We, we don't have to be disrespectful towards our leader because of something, something, something. They said this person can preach more than this person. This person can preach. Just remember, that's what they can do. They are Christians, though. They are Christians. But they are disrespecting their leader in his absence. And they think because he is not there, nothing will happen to them. That's how it's working. And this same thing that will come and start and say you are blessed mm-hmm. and come and give benediction to you to work in your life. Come on! Come on! Come on! Are you here with me? Mm-hmm. Let me end with this. The last one. This Anna. This Anna. This Anna. Ending with this. This Anna. Luke 17, verse 1 and Acts 23. Luke 17, verse 1. So, offense will come. So, it is impossible that offense will not come. So, first of working with humans, offense will surely come. So, listen, I might be advising you, I don't know the way I advised you. And you got offended. Please be mature enough to know how you deal with that offense. Now, let me say this statement. You see, your maturity is tested by offense. And your humility is tested by rebuke. If I rebuke you and you leave church and you talk to me anyhow because I rebuke you, it means you're not humble. You were acting it out all along. If you get offended and you leave church because I said something in a preaching, I did something some way, I spoke about you in a way that you did not like, and you left the church, it means you're not mature. Yeah? So your maturity is tested with offense. And your humility is tested by, uh, by rebuke. sorry, uh, rebuke. by rebuke or by correction. Are you with me? So you, you have to guard yourself against offense. You have to learn how to deal with rebukes and corrections. So far as you are working with someone, you will expect the person to give you directions to correct you. If you get to a point where you know you don't want to be corrected. It means that you have gotten to a point of pride. And soon enough you will rebel. Acts 23, verse 5. Quickly. So it begins to work. That this I could be praying and God will begin to give me those things. 
and I begin to pray about the person, I begin to call things, I begin to prophesy to the person, but the person is not there, and I begin to correct things in the person's life. Imagine this person is dishonoring me. There is no way the name will come out. Even if it comes, my own personal feelings will fight against it. Even if it comes up, I will have some personal reservations. I might pray for the person because, okay, I need to pray because God has given me. But I won't go to some extent. No, no. Listen, truthfully speaking, there are some extent I will go for some of you here, but not everyone. No, no, no. I will tell you the truth. Because of how you receive me, and how you honor me, how you respect me, how, how you are grateful for the things that I do for you. Can we be upstanding? So the thing is that prevents you from receiving from one of God. Number one, what? Number one, what?
If I talk to you, you don't care whoever is talking. Okay, let's say today I talk to you in official. Okay, yes, sir, yes, sir. You should get to lose it. You shouldn't lose that fear. And that you are losing the anointing. You are losing the weight of the anointing in your life. Are you here? This includes your men of God here. Men of God, any bishop will be in the Any bishop will be in the Any bishop will be receiving benediction. Hey! Even if you don't respect the anointed, it is my anointing that has called them. That has appointed them by God's grace. So if you disrespect them, you have disrespected the anointing from the head. So it will cut. Don't disrespect your pastor so. Ah, yeah, yeah. Me self, I don't respect them, then you. Me self, I don't call them Peter. I don't call them divine. Hey, pastor, say. Ask them, check their phones. Pastor, say. Now say, I don't even call them sons again. So I don't, I don't, I don't forget that as much as they are my sons or they are my daughter, doesn't mean that I can't also receive from them. So I'm everyday lauded that of my son, my daughter, my no, hey, I have to know, Pastor. Say, so I can only receive from them, and if me, I'm receiving from them, then you. Brother Wansi, that's how be humble. Brother receive from your pastors. Yeah, this you should see them for a problem, not me. Some of the anointing is with them.